Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shehebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shehebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren, and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Daf Chavtet. Today's Gemara has been dedicated by Morris and Linda Elkabes in honor of the rabbi. The scale of mitzvot, may they continue to enjoy much success. Amen. Today's daf is being studied Gailu Nishmat Hakam Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam and Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihim Began Eden. Amen. We are on Daf Chafchet Amud Bet and we are two lines from the bottom, last word on the line. Mane Matitin. Let's just review quickly. Our Mishnah said that Hametz Sha'avar Alava Pesach, that you have Hametz that was owned by a Jew over Pesach. So after Pesach, it is indeed Asur Bahana'ah. The Mishnah did point out that that is only by Hametz of a Jew, but Hametz of a Goy is permissible after Pesach. Now, the Gemara is looking for the source <coughs> or the author of this Mishnah. So the Gemara brought a Braita, and the Braita we saw the Shitot of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yehuda <coughs> brought down from Pesukim that not only is Hametz of a Jew Sha'abar Lava Pesach Asur, but it was Mashma as well, even Hametz of a Goy is Asur. He did not make a Hiluk in the Braita. According to Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon said that even Hametz of a Yisrael is mutar. So now the Gemara is going to see which one of these she taught can be the author of our Mishnah. Mani Matnitin, who's the author of our Mishnah? I Rabbi Yehuda, if you want to say it's Rabbi Yehuda, Hametz Setamaka Amar. Afilu Denukhri. In the Braita, Rabbi Yehuda said that any Hametz is Asur. Sha'abar al Pesach, Mashma, even the Hametz of a Goy. Where our Mishnah clearly said that the Hametz of Egoi is mutar after Pesach. Shimon, and if you're going to tell me the author of the Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon, the Israel name Mishra Kashare. Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah was when the Braita was also matir the Hametz of Israel shabbat al Pesach. So that certainly cannot be Al Mishnah that was Osir. The Rabbi Osagilili, and if you want to say the author of Al Mishnah. Is the third opinion of that Braita, which was the Biosegilili, Afilu Tokzmano Name Mishra Kashare Bana'a. If you remember the Biosegilili held that Hamet even on Pesach is Mutar Bana'a. Kotsheken, all the more so after Pesach. So therefore that cannot be the author of the Mishnah. So again, we're looking for the author of the Mishnah. Who is the opinion that says Hametz of Israel? Sha'avar of Pesach is Asur Bahana'a. So comes again when it says, Amar Rabahabar Yaakov Le'olam Rabbi Yehudai. Really, I'll tell you, the author of the Mishnah is indeed Rabbi Yehuda. 
<coughs> and really the Bihuda's opinion is that only Hametz of Yisrael Shehavar Alev Pesach is Asur Bahana'ah but Hametz of a Goy Shehavar Alev Pesach is indeed Mutar how do we know this? Amar Ava Chabar Yaakov De'olam Nebihuda'i V'yalif Se'or De'achilah Mis'or De'ri'iyah we have two Pesukim we have one Pesuk that says that Se'or Lo Ye'achil that one is not allowed to eat Se'or which is uh, the leavening agent, one is not allowed to eat it on Pesach. The actual Pasuk uh, says, actually we have two Pasukim. We have one Pasuk that says, Velo seor, that one is not allowed to have Seor in his possession. And there is a Pasuk as well that says that one should not is not allowed to eat Seor. So the rabbi says like this. And I read inside. He learns the from the Pasuk that says that Hametz is Asur to eat. Uh, the Pasuk is Lo Yachel Meseor Dereiyah. From the Pasuk that tells us that one is not allowed to have in his possession a Seor as well or Hametz. Ma Seor Dereiyah. Just like we learned that regarding possession of Hametz, Lo Yiraelecha Shelecha Iyataroe. One is not allowed to have his own Hametz in his possession on Pesach. Avalataroe Shelachidim Veshelgavoa. But you're allowed to have in your possession others, hametz of others, meaning, for example, of goyim, veshel gavoa, or for that matter, if it is hegdesh, it is permissible as well. So just like when it comes to owning it, to be over and loyira, it has to be yours, afseor de'achila. So too, when it says one cannot eat hametz and seor, shilecha iata ochil, it's only forbidden to eat on Pesach. One's hametz that belongs to a Jew, avalata ochel shel achirim veshel gavoa, but it is permissible to eat the hametz of others, meaning goyim and hegdesh, which means, according to this opinion, we're seeing a stunning hidush. According to this opinion of Rabbi Habar Yaakov, the way he's learning Rabbi Yehuda, is that we make a limud from and just like by it's only yours it's forbidden for Jewish owned Hametz on Pesach but if it belongs to a Goy or it belongs to a Gdesh it's mutar to have that in your possession so too when it comes to eating only Jewish owned Hametz is Asur but if it's the Hametz of a Goy it would be permissible to even eat that on Pesach, which means we're seeing an amazing Hadush going to be Yehuda, Hametz of a Goy, or Hametz of Ekdesh is Mutar min Torah to eat even on Pesach. <clears throat> but of course, the Rabbanan came along and were Oseret on uh, Pesach uh, uh, itself. But certainly after Pesach, Hametz of a Goy would be Mutar Bahana'a. And you see, according to the Buddha, even on Pesach, it would be Mutar Bahila. And therefore, Really, the Biudah's opinion is that only Hametz of a Yisrael that's Asur on Pesach is Asur as well after Pesach. However, Hametz of a Goy in Hachinameh Ibn Mutar after Pesach.
Pesach. So therefore, he could be the author of our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Ubdinu Really, the Mishnah should have said that the Hametz of a Goy <coughs> after Pesach is not only mutar behanaa, not only mutar to benefit from it, but the Mishnah should have said it's mutar to eat it. Being that Rabbi Yehuda holds men Torah, it's even permissible to eat it on Pesach. Called Sheken, you'd be able to eat it after Pesach. So why did the Mishnah only say mutar behanaa? It should have said mutar bachila. So the Gemara says, you're right, it could have said mutar bachila. But since the Mishnah said that Hametz of Yisrael is even Asur after Pesach, so the Mishnah kept conformity and said that a Hametz of Anukhri is Mutar meaning what is Asur by Hametz of Yisrael is Mutar by Hametz of a Goy. But in the Mishnah could have said even it's Mutar only to benefit, but it's Mutar even to eat. Ubedinu, and furthermore, would it, it could have made sense it could have said that the Hametz of the Goy is not only permissible on after Pesach, but it could have said it's even permissible to be nehene from it on Pesach, being that the Be'udah Hosman HaTorah, you can even eat it on Pesach. So okay, the Rabbanan were said Achila, but the Chavad Mishnah should have said Hana'ah should be permissible even on Pesach of the Goy. So the Gavad said, you're right, but since we were trying to show that Hametz of Yisrael Israel is Asur even after Pesach. So that we kept conformity and we said that the Nukhri's Hamid as well as Asur on, I'm sorry, and it, we, so we said the Hametz of Anukhri is Mutar also after Pesach. But in the Hametz of Anukhri would be Mutar, according to this opinion, even on Pesach. So therefore, according to this answer of Rabbi. Rav Ahab Yaakov, which is the first answer of the Gemara, really the author of the Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, and really Rabbi Yehuda does make a look between Hametz of Yisrael, that's Asur Bahana'a after Pesach, as opposed to Hametz of Agoy, which we Mutar Bahana'a even on Pesach, Kol Sheken Lahar Pesach. Rav Rav comes along and says, Le'olam Rabbi Shimoni. No, I'll tell you really the author of our Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. Now wait, how can it be Rabbi Shimon? We learned in the Brayta that Rabbi Shimon said that clearly that Hametz is only a sur on Pesach. But Hametz Shabbat Allah Pesach is indeed mutar behana'am in a Torah. So how could that be the author of our Mishnah? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon kansa kanis. That you're right. Mina Torah, Hametz of Yisrael Shavarav Pesach is really mutar banah. However, mid Rabbanan, the rabbis penalized the person who il ve'avar aleh bebal yareh ubal yimatze. The rabbis penalized the person and said, since he kept the Hametz in his possession, and therefore he was over bal yareh bal yimatze. So mid Rabbanan, the rabbi said that Hametz that you kept in your possession, you're not going to be able to benefit from it on mutzae. Pesach. So therefore, you're right. Mina Torah, according to the Bishamon, Hamed Chalav Pesach of Israel is really mutar banana. Our Mishnah that said it's a surbana is only midrabanan because of this knas. They penalized him since he kept in his possession. So therefore, he's going to be forbidden banana. So the author of the Mishnah is indeed Rabbi Shimon. So he wants Bishlam al 
The Mishnah makes sense according to Rabbah that says the author is the Bishavon. Hainu diktani chul Yisrael asur mishum chuneimar lo yira'eh. Makes sense that the Mishnah gives the reason why Hamath of Yisrael is asur bahana'a because of the Pasuk lo yira'eh. Meaning, since the Torah says lo yira'eh lechasayor velo yira'eh lechahamath, and this fellow kept the Hamath in his possession, so therefore the rabbis penalized him that after Pesach this Hamath is going to be asur bahana'a. So the Pasuk that the Mishnah brought makes sense according to Rabbah that says the author of the Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon. However, which means, if you remember in the, when we learned above in the Braita, the source for Rabbi Yehuda that Hametz Pesach is a was from the Pasuk Lo Yachel Hametz. That was one of the three times it said. Uh, that one cannot eat chametz, and one of those times was lo yachil chametz, and he learned from there that chametz is asu not only on Pesach but even after Pesach. So why didn't the Gemara, why didn't the Mishnah quote that pasuk? Meaning, according to Rabbi Chabad Yaakov, that says the author of our Mishnah is indeed Rabbi Yehuda that holds min Torah that the Oraita it's asur chametz shavalav Pesach, and he learned it from the pasuk of lo yachil. So what was the Mishnah quoting the pasuk of lo yirelechaseor? That's not the pasuk according to Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara says misa. Why you thought that when the Mishnah quoted that pasuk of Lo Yira'elecha, it was going on the end, meaning on the law of Hamet Sharava Pesach Asur Bahana'ah? No, it's going on the first part of the Mishnah that says that Hamet of a Goy is indeed permissible after Pesach. It's coming on the heter of Hametz of a Goy. The Hametz of a Goy that after Pesach, because the Pazuk says, Yes, your Hametz you cannot have in possession. But you're allowed to have in your possession others. And Hikdesh. And therefore, since the Pasuk says, Lo and there's no problem to have Hametz of a Goy in your possession, therefore it's Mutar as well on Motsa'e Pesach. V'yalif se'or da'achila m'se'or d're'iyah. And as we said earlier, the Buddha learns that se'or da'achila m'se'or d're'iyah. Just like se'or of re'iyah, meaning, just like in possession, only it is forbidden to possess Jewish Hametz, Jewishly owned Hametz, so too when it comes to eating, only eating Jewish Hametz Zasur, but Hametz of a Goy would be permissible in the Torah to eat even on Pesach. Kol Sheken, Hametz of a Goy would be mutar b'ana'ah after Pesach. So therefore that Pasuk of Loi Le'elecha is coming to teach me the heter of Hametz of a Goy. Whereas, according to the Bishim, oh no, that pasuk is actually telling me why Midrabanan Hametz of Israel is Asur. Because since the Jew was over on Bal the rabbis penalized him and forbade him to enjoy that Hametz that he kept in his possession over Pesach. Come to Gemaran says, the Azdu the Ta'mayu, meaning this mahlukit between Rabacha Bar Yaakov. And Rava, how to learn the Mishnah, they're actually consistent to their opinions. The Ithmar, because we have an Amoraic statement. Ha'ochel se'or shel nukhri she'avar alava pesach ledevrer biyuda. What's the deen if a person ate se'or of a goy, she'avar alava pesach, according to the opinion of the biyuda? 
Meaning the goy's hametz after Pesach. Somebody, and now a Jew ate it. What is the deen? Rava Amar Lokeh. Rava says, indeed, you will get malkut. Rava Chabar Yaakov Amar, Rava Chabar Yaakov says, no, eno Lokeh. You do not get malkut. And now we explain the opinions. Rava Amar Lokeh. Rava says you get malkut. Lo yalif Rabbi Yehuda, se'or da'akhila mis'or da'iyah. He holds that Rabbi Yehuda does not make this dirashah of comparing se'or of akhirat to se'or of re'iyah and therefore tell me that hametz of a goy is <coughs> just like ownership that one can own the hametz of just like the just like by ownership only hametz of Israel is asur so to by akhirat only uh, hametz of a Jew is uh, asur and therefore really hametz of a goy is mutar on uh, uh, Pesach as well as after Pesach no, according to Rava the Biyuda holds me that Torah, Hametz of a Goy is a Sur after Pesach. And therefore, if somebody will eat Hametz of a Goy after Pesach, indeed he will get Malkut. And that's why Rabbah did not say Amishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, but he learned that Amishnah is indeed Rabbi Shimon. But in the Khaname, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Hametz uh, of a Goy will be, even Hametz of a Goy will be a Sur Torah. Uh, after Pesach, like we just like we said, Rabbi Habri Yaakov says no. Indeed, Rabbi Yehuda holds that Hametz of a goy is mutar after Pesach, because he holds even mutar ba'achila on Pesach, because he makes the connection between seor, meaning just like ownership is only by a Jewish Hametz, so too achila is only by Jewish Hametz. So therefore, we have a machloket. Rava and Rava Haber Yaakov in Rabbi Yudah's opinion what would be if somebody would eat hametz of a goy Shabbat Lava Pesach Rava will say according to Rabbi Yudah you get Malkut whereas Rava will hold that's Rava will say you get Malkut whereas Rava Haber Yaakov will say you do not get Malkut Amzik Gibran says Vahadar be Rava Haber Yaakov Mahi Ah, now the Gemara says, indeed, Rav Habar Yaakov retracted from this shita, meaning this shita that he said that according to Biuda, Hametz of a goy is mutar even on Pesach. Kolshekin after Pesach, we're going to see now that Rav Habar Yaakov retracted from this opinion. How do we know? Because it says in the Vitania, Haochel Hametz Shel Hegdesh B'Moed, a person ate. Hamet that belongs to Hegdesh, meaning it belongs to Kodesh. It's, it's uh, consecrated uh, Hametz for the Beit Hamikdash. He eats it on the holiday on Pesach. Maal. This is considered indeed Meila, meaning he would be Hayav to bring a Korban Meila, because since uh, this opinion must hold that you caused Hegdesh a loss. Because the Hametz is considered a monetary value that you've caused the Beit HaMikdash to lose. Because if, if we go according to the Bishamon, Minat Torah, the Bishamon says that Hametz is mutar after Pesach. The rabbis came along and put a knas. 
on what type of kanas do the rabbis put? Only on regular hametz, which means on hametz that you over on bal yerein, bal So therefore, the rabbis put a kanas that after pesach, this hametz is also a sur. However, hametz of ekdesh it's mutar to have in your possession because we learned lo yerecha only hametz of a Jew, but hametz of ekdesh doesn't belong to you, so you can have it in your possession. So since you can have it in your, your possession, it's mutar on motzei pesach. So therefore. Since you were not over a body, it has value after Pesach. So it has value after Pesach. So therefore, you caused Hekdesh a loss. Because after Pesach, you could have given it to the Bet HaMikdash. So therefore, according to this opinion, you indeed transgressed the law of Mi'ilah, meaning you benefited, you stole actually from Hekdesh. Because Hekdesh could have enjoyed it after Pesach. That would be the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Ve'yesh Omrim Lo Mahal. And some want to say, no, that you do not get mi'ilah in such a case. Now we will see the logic of this opinion, why it's not considered mi'ilah. So the Gemara says, Man yeshumrim, who is this opinion that says you don't get mi'ilah? Because seemingly, you caused Meghdesh a loss, so seemingly that's considered mi'ilah, that's considered stealing from Meghdesh. Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Yohanan ben Akanai, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yohanan ben Akanai. Detanya, because we have a Braita, Rabbi Yohanan ben Akanai, Ya'oseh et Yom Kippurim ke Shabbat et Tashlumin. Rabbi Yohanan ben Akanai's opinion was that Yom Kippur is similar to Shabbat regarding Damages on the monetary damages that one does not have to pay. Ma Shabbat b'tayiv benafsho upatu benatashlumin. Just like on Shabbat, one pays with his life and therefore exempts is exempted from paying monetary payments. Af yom kipurim b'tayiv benafsho upatu benatashlumin. So to yom kipur, since he's hayav karet, he is exempt from paying. What are we talking about over here? Let's review the opinion of Rabbi Nechonya ben Akana. He was actually discussing a case of, let's say, somebody goes on Shabbat and he uh, ignites his friend's field. Meaning he's a mazik, he's a, he's a damager. He goes and takes a flame and he, uh, he damages his friend's field. So on Shabbat, you do not have to pay monetary damages for that field that you destroyed. Why? Because since by doing such a thing, you're hayaf sekila. So therefore you're going to get punished with your life. And therefore the law says that if you get punished with your life, you're exempt from the lesser uh, punishment would be the monetary payment. So that's the law of Kim Le That we give the person the stricter of the punishments. Actually the Gemara learns that from a Pasuk. The Pasuk says um, that if... Somebody damaged somebody else. And nobody died as a result of the damages. Then a monetary payment must be made. Implying that if there was an Ason, if somebody did die, then the de- then he would die because of that, because he killed somebody. And therefore, there would not be Anosh Yanish. There is no monetary payment. So that's the law regarding Shabbat. Since one gets Sekilah, so one would be exempt from Tashlumin. So the Hadus of Ibn Hunyam al is not only in the case where you're going to get a physical death, like on Shabbat, we're going to get Sekilah, it exempts you from the monetary payment, but even in a case where one is going to get a karet, for example, on Kippur, where the punishment if one transgresses Kippur, for example, if he ignites his friend's field, there is no Sekilah, it's a karet, meaning, let's say his children will die, or the person will die young, even karet exempts from a monetary 
payment. Oh, so if Rabbi Hunyavna cannot says the law of Kimnev the Rabbamine applies even by a karet. So let's go back to this case. A person that ate Hekdesh on Pesach. So he ate Hametz of Hekdesh on Pesach. Since by eating Hametz on Pesach, the punishment is karet. So therefore he will not have to reimburse Hekdesh. Why won't he have to reimburse Hekdesh? Because since he's getting karet, Kimnev the Rabbamine. He will get the more severe of the punishments, meaning he cut it and exempts him from monetary payment, meaning he does not have to pay principal. Once he doesn't have to pay principal, he doesn't have to pay uh, anything, which means not even the 20% uh, extra that normally one has to pay when he steals from Hegdesh. There is no Me'ida payment. And therefore, Lo Ma'al, based on the rule of Kim Nibbidabamine. Now, Rashi does point out a very important point here. He says that normally the only time one is considered Mu'il Hegdesh is if he does it Bishogeg. Uh, over here and over here, if you tell me that he's going to get karet because he ate chametz on Pesach, or if he eat chametz b'shogeg on Pesach, there is no karet. It's only if he eat it b'mezid. Well, if he eat it b'mezid, so then it's not even sheyach a subject of meila. How is it even possible to discuss a case of meila according to this if he was doing it b'mezid? So that she says no, he was eating the chametz b'mezid. So therefore, the Gabek Karet, he definitely Hayab. But regarding Hegdesh, he didn't realize that this Hamet was Hegdesh. So the Gabek Hegdesh, he was considered a Shogeg. So therefore, the Gabek Hegdesh, he could have been Over Me'ila. But were it not for the fact that he was Over Karet by eating the Hametz, Bemezid, and he was unintentional on the Hegdesh part of it. So therefore, so that's the first way of learning this Mahloket in the Braita. So again, the first opinion that says your Mo'el would be the opinion of Rabbi Shimon that says since Hametz has value, meaning not on Pesach itself, but the Hametz of Hegdesh can be used after Pesach, Minat Torah. Right, and even with the Rabbanan, because the rabbis didn't make a knas in such a case, because she really didn't do anything wrong. You're allowed to have in your possession chametz of Hegdesh, because the Pesach calling says, So therefore, you caused Hegdesh a loss. And therefore, since you caused Hegdesh a loss, so eating that chametz, you're going to be over, you're going to be considered mo'el. Obviously, this first opinion does not hold that it's a kim because karet does not exempt you from a monetary payment. Whereas the second opinion that says you not considered that would be the opinion. The Gemara continues and gives another way to explain the Braita and the Mahloket between. Uh, the first opinion that says if one eats Hegdesh Hametz on Pesach he does commit Me'ila and the Yesh Umrim that says uh, that he does not commit Me'ila so the Gemara explains the Mahloket as follows Rav Yosef Amar Bepodin et HaKodashim Lachilan Lichlabim Kamepalge which means the mahlokat over here between the two opinions is the following subject. So you have Ochel that is Hegdesh. <clears throat> now, the, since in this case over here it is Hegdesh that is unedible, being that it is Pesach and therefore the Hametz is Asur, so the question is can you redeem it for another purpose 
besides eating. For example, you would redeem it and take the hametz and feed it to the dogs. Man de Amar Maral, the opinion that says there is Me'ila Kasabar Pudin et Kodashim Nachilam Nechlabim, that it is permissible to redeem the Hametz of Hekdesh on Pesach. Again, this would be specifically according to the opinion of Rabbi Yosei Gilili, that says Hametz on Pesach is Mutar Behana'a. <coughs> so therefore, you can redeem the Hametz. Uh, for money, and the hametz itself now you'd be able to uh, give it to the uh, kelavim, you'd be able to give it to the dogs, which means therefore this hametz over definitely has a monetary value for Higdesh, because since it has a redemption value, and therefore according to that opinion is considered me'ila, and the opinion says lomal kasabar empodim he holds that you cannot redeem Kadashim in order to feed it to the dog. And therefore this Hametz of Hekdesh has no value. It has no redemption value. It has no value in itself being that it is Asur. And therefore it is not considered stealing anything from Hekdesh. Now this is the way Rabbi Yosef explained the two opinions. Which means, let's review again. According to Rabbi Yosef, he would say like this. <coughs> If you say that the Hametz is Asur Bahana'a, meaning like the opinions of Rabbi Yudan and Rabbi Shimon, that both say <coughs> that Hametz Bapesach is Isur Hana'a, so there is no monetary value to the Hametz. And therefore, if a person, let's say, eats Hametz of Higdesh on Pesach, for sure you're not considered. Me'ila, even according to the Bishimon that says the Hametz after Pesach is mutar but we don't look at it as what it's going to be in the future. We look at the value right now. And since the value right now is worthless, so therefore there's no monetary value, therefore you didn't lose, you didn't take away anything from Hegdesh, therefore it's not considered Me'ila. <coughs> even though, even after the holiday, it'll become value, that's considered Gorem Lemamon. According to this opinion, we're saying that Davara Gorem Lemamon is not considered mamon. And therefore we only look at the value of the hametz right now. However, according to the opinion of Rabbi Yosei Gilili, he said that what it's permissible to have hana'a from hametz on Pesach. And therefore, generally speaking, regular hametz does have a value. However, this is the subject of hametz of Hegdesh. Now, Hametz of Hegdesh, we know that one cannot use for personal usage. But the question is, maybe it still has a monetary value. So, the question would be like this. According to the Biyosei if you're going to hold that you cannot redeem food of Hegdesh, only if it could be used now, that food, to be fed to a... Jewish person. However, but food that is a suit for Israel to eat, you cannot be put it for other reasons, for example, to give it to a goy or to give it to dogs, so therefore it has no redemption. And therefore, since it has no redemption, the Hamet has really no value. And if we did not lose any money to Hegdesh, therefore it's not considered Me'ila. And according to the opinion that says it is Me'ila, because he says that even though it has no value for Akhirat Israel, but you could redeem it, meaning take the money, redeem the Hametz of Ikdesh, give that money to Kodesh, and then give that Hametz now to Kelabim. According to the Biyosek, it says you could have Hana'ah from Hametz on Pesach. And therefore the Hametz does have a <coughs> redemption value. Therefore it is considered Ma'al.
So again, according to Rabbi Yosef, I just repeat again for clarity, according to Rabbi Yosef, he says that no, if you say that Hametz of Hametz is Asur on Pesach, like the Buddha Nabi Shimon. So this Hametz of Egdesh is as well Asur and therefore it is valueless, has no monetary worth. And I don't care if it's going to be permissible after Pesach, we look at it as it is now. Therefore everybody will hold, it's not considered Me'ilah. But if you hold like the Biyosigilili that says Hametz is Mutar on Pesach, and this Hametz of Egdesh, even though there is no Hana'a in Egdesh, but maybe there's a redemption value, so that's going to be the Mahlukin. One rabbi holds that what you can redeem Egdesh for non- Eating purposes, meaning not for edibility of a Jew. And therefore this Hametz over here, Vigdesh, you can redeem it, even though a Jew cannot eat it, but you can now give it to a dog, and the pigeon is considered a pigeon, and therefore you're causing Hikdesh to be, to suffer. When a person would eat this Hametz now, of Hikdesh on Pesach, he caused a loss to Hikdesh, because you could have redeemed it. And give that money to Egdesh. Because you could have given the Hametz to the dog. And therefore, he considered Ma'idan. The other opinion says, no, a redemption is not an option in this case. Because why? Because redemption only works if a Jew would be able to eat it. But since a Jew cannot eat it, because it's Pesach, so there's no redemption, therefore, you, there's no value to this. And therefore, you did not cause Hekdesh a loss by eating it. Therefore, it's not considered Ma'idan. Comes the Gemara and continues and says, Ravacha barava tani Yosef So we had another way of learning this machloket of Ravacha barava, and he learned the following way in the name of Rav Yosef. Really. Pidyon is not an option, according to everybody, you cannot be put the Kodashim in order to feed it to the dogs. Oh, so therefore, so what's the Mahlokan over here then? Be'acha, be'ha, kamepage. Be'davar, gorem le'mamon, ke'mamon, dame. The Mahlokan is like this. According to the Bishimon that says, Hametz she'avar alav ha'pesach is... Really, mutar behana'a, meaning from the Torah law, Hamed Shabbat Leva Pesah is mutar behana'a. But the rabbis came along and made a knas because since the person was over so therefore they canast him that what? that after Pesach is going to be Asur but that canast as we learned does not apply by Hametz of Egdesh because Hametz of Egdesh we said you're allowed to have in your possession on Pesach because it says Lo lecha. but lecha so therefore they weren't connect you therefore it's permissible this Hametz of Egdesh after Pesach now even though on Pesach it has no value but its value is going to be later on so by eating it on Pesach, you are now being mafsid hekdesh from a potential profit or gain that it would have enjoyed had this Hamid been around after Pesach. So this is what's called a davar hagorem lemamon. That this item over here is valueless now, but can cause a monetary loss in the future. So he holds, It's considered mamon in the present, even though there's no value now, but since it can lead to a value after Pesach, therefore it's considered mamon in the present. Therefore, Therefore it's considered me'ilah. Therefore it's considered stealing from Mekdesh. You're going to be more ill. That's the opinion of Tanakama.
من دمر محل کسواد ور گریم نمون که ممون دمه و من دمر لو محل کسواد ور گریم نمون نت که ممون دمه and the pin that says there's no me'ira because they hold bottom line since right now it's worthless I don't care if the holiday if the pesos is going to be worth something doesn't matter that's a gorem the ممون it's going to become ممون later on it's not considered ممون right now therefore you will not mafseed kadashim anything so basically according to this opinion they reconcile or they Explain the Mahloket according to the Bishimon that holds that Hametz of Hikdesh is Mutar Bhana'ah after Pesach. But since on Pesach it's not, so the question is, do you look at it as what it is on Pesach or do you look at it as it's going to be after Pesach? Well, that's going to be dependent on how you learn the Mahloket of the Varagorim, the Mamon, something that is going to cause a monetary payment. Since this is going to cause it. So, the one opinion says the Varagorim, the Mamon, Ke Mamon. It's like Mamon now, it's like, it's like it has value now. Therefore, when you ate this Hamid of Hegdish, you caused Hegdish if said in the present. So, by eating this Hamid of Hegdish, it's not Mamon. It's only good in the morning. And therefore, it's not considered a value. Therefore, you're not going to get me'ila. Now, the Gemara brings the opinion of Rav Ha'bar Yaakov, the way he interprets this makhluk. Rav Ha'bar Yaakov Amar, says, no, everybody really holds that it's, it's all good in Mamon. It's considered Mamon. Also, then, what is the makhluk over here? Here, the opinions are based on the Mahlotim of the Yehuda and the Bishamon. And he explains. The opinion that says that you're not going to be considered Mu'el, can be Yehuda. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda that says, Hamid Shavallava Pesach is going to be. <coughs> Asur. And since Hametz Javalava Pesach, Kotabudaz Asur, so this Hametz of Hegdesh has no value, not in the present and not in the future. And therefore, the person that eats it on Pesach is not going to be considered stealing from Hegdesh. Uman Damar Ma'al, and the opinion says, no, you indeed are more it, can it be Shimon? He also can be Shimon that the value of the Hametz is after Pesach, because Mutar and therefore, the Varagorim Lamamon, the Varagorim Lamamon, Kemamon, Tame. Oh, once we explain the writer like Rav Habar Yaakov we see over here that he changed his opinion why? let's speak it outside first because until now we learned that Rabbi Yehuda made a hekesh between the pasuk of Lo and the Isud of Achila and we said that the Isud of Achila only applies to Hametz that is subject to Lo and what type of subjects of Hametz is Lo Yira'elecha only your Hametz is Asur to possess but the Hametz of Goim or the Hametz of Hekdesh it's permissible to have in your possession now if it's permissible to have that in your possession that means it's not subject to the laws of Achila, not on Pesach, and certainly not after Pesach. So that would mean, according to the original way we learned to be Yudah, the Hametz of Hegdesh should be permissible after Pesach, because it's not subject to the Isur on Pesach. Because since it's not subject to Lo Yira'eh, it's not subject to Lo Yachel. And therefore, it's really considered Mamon, and therefore it should be considered Mo'el. 
But the fact that now he's telling us that what it's not considered Me'ila, that means he must have retracted from that opinion, and he must really hold that what? That Higdesh is Asur as well on Pesach to have Hana'ah. That means he does not make that Dirasha of the Hekesh between Lo Yira Elecha and Achila. So this is a proof that the Vachabari Yaakov retracted from the original statement that he made. And the Gibra says this, Behar Vachabari Yaakov Huda Amar Drabi Yudaya Lif Seorda what do you mean? The Buddha originally taught us that what? That <coughs> we make a connection between Lo and Lo And since by Lo Hekdesh doesn't apply because it says Lecha, so too it doesn't apply by Achila. And therefore it's Mutar uh, From the fact that he says, but it's not considered Me'ila, must be it does not have a value. And therefore, Therefore he must have retracted from that statement. And therefore, he must also hold that really Hametz is a sur ben of a Yisrael, ben of a goy. It's going to be a sur ben be Pesach, ben Lachar Pesach. And therefore, you have to go back to our original Mishnah and explain it like Rabbah that the author was indeed Rabbi Shimon. Where the Bishamon holds that really Hamed Shavar Lava Pesach is Mutar Menat Torah, and the rabbis made a knas because since he was Overam Balirai Balimatzeh, so they did not want you to have Hana'a from it. Now the Gemara brings one last machlok, way to explain the machloket are you considered Mu'el or not by eating Hamed Savikdesh? Ravashi Amar, Tekule Alma Pudin Davar. Sorry, the kolalma in podin. Everybody holds that really you cannot be podeh mamon of hegdesh if it doesn't have viability to humans. And therefore, in this case over here, since the hametz of hegdesh, the pidyon is not going to help you because anyway, Israelim cannot eat this hametz on Pesach. Everybody holds in podin. So again, from from that standpoint, the hametz has no value. And what? Something that eventually is going to become Mamon doesn't matter, it's not considered Mamon now. And therefore, this Hametz has no value. So the question is, so what's the logic of the opinion that says, you're going to be Mu'il? Ah, the Mahlukar over here is, do we hold like the Biyoseh Gilil or the Rabbis? The opinion that says, indeed you are Mu'il, can be follows the Biyoseh Gilil. And therefore, what Hametz is Mutar Behana'a, according to the Biyoseh Gilil. And therefore, this Hametz of Egdesh definitely has a value. Now, even though it's as suit to be put in the Hametz in order to give it, let's say, to a Goy or to a Nochri, however, there is a value because you can use this Hametz if you would sell it. How would you have an A? I could put it as a fuel under my Tabshil in order to use it as a fuel. I could use it to, 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 to heat up my pot. And therefore, there is a value to this Egdesh. And therefore, according to that opinion, Ma'al. Uman no Ma'al banan. And the opinion that says, no Me'ilah will follow the other opinions, meaning Rabbi Yudan and Rabbi Shimon, that Hametz on Pesach is a Surbana'ah. And it's only the Varagorim and the Mamon. And they're going to hold the Varagorim and the Mamon, that came on that man. And Pejon's not an option because it can only go to the Kelabim. And therefore, it's like a considered Me'ilah. So again, according to this last opinion of Rabbi Asher, the Mahloket between the Mandamar Mu'el and Mandamar not Mu'el. It's the Mandamar that says it's Me'ilah Zabiyo Segilili. How is it Zabiyo Segilili? Because he says Hamed, but Pesamutar Ba'ana'ah. 
Okay, good. Well, what do you mean? But this chametz is a surbah now because it's hekdesh. You're right, but you can be podeh. Yeah, but you can't, you can't be podeh to give it to a dog or a goy. You're right, but you can be podeh to be nehene. How? To use it as fuel for your tabshil. So therefore, since chametz says mutar ba'na'ah, so if by eating this chametz of hekdesh, you caused hekdesh a loss because you could have made pigeon and therefore it's considered me'ida. However, the other opinion that says lo ma'al is following the opinion of Rabbi Uda and Rabbi Shimon that say chametz is asur ba'na'ah. And therefore it's only a gulim l'vamon. And this is opinion saying and to make pigeon is not going to help you because you cannot make pigeon to give it to the kelabim. And therefore it really has no value on its own. Therefore it's not going to be considered me'ila. Now the Gemara moves on to a new subject of hametz that got mixed up with other foods of hetir. And now we're going to discuss some of the laws of bitul. Now just to say one introduction to the laws of bitul, we have a general rule that if you have something that's asur to eat, that got mixed up with heter, and you cannot notice what the heter is and what the isur is meaning, it's all mixed up together. So therefore the halakha says bitul barov. What does bitul barov mean? Meaning you go according to the majority. The majority is heter, so all the items become permissible. If the majority is isur, then it is isur. Now the Gemara learned, the Torah learns this, or basically from a pasuk, and the Torah says, Ahare Rabbim Latot, that we follow the majority. Now, of course, there's great machlokot amongst the Tanaim when exactly this rule is applicable. When do we use the Bitul Barov rule? For example, just to say one shita, according to the Tanara Bihuda, when you have Min Bimino, meaning two species that are the same, so he holds Min Bimino Lobatil. There is no such thing as Bitul. Meaning that even if you have majority heter, mean bimirodo batil, it would be a case, let's say you have wine that is forbidden, mixed up with wine that is isud. That's mean bimino, it's the same species. There, even if you have majority of hete doesn't matter. Mim dimino lo batil. So when was this din of rov said? According to the Bible, that was said by min b'she'enu mino. When you have two items that are not the same. For example, let's say wine of the isud mixed up with water. Then already we would go with rov. Now there is a, another situation regarding the laws of bitul. That's called noten ta'am. That if you have a mixture and there are different tastes of these items, the Heter has one taste, and the Isud has another taste, if the Isud gives taste to the Tavshil, and therefore when you, when you eat the mixture, you can taste the Isud, so Bitul Barov does not apply as well. And now the Gemara is going to give the different Shitot. Amarav, Hametz Bizmano, meaning you have Hametz in its time, meaning on Pesach, they got mixed up in a... In a, in a mixture. Ben bimino, whether it is in its own species, meaning, hametz got mixed up with its own kind, meaning a non-hametz item, but it's the same uh, species, meaning it's like uh, a bread. Ben shelo bimino, or it got mixed up in totally different species, asur. It's going to be asur legamre, meaning there is not going to be a bitul. However, let's say Hametz after Pesach. So then already, Rav makes a difference. Bimino Asur. Again, if it got mixed up, Bimino, it is going to be Asur. Mutar. But if you have Rov, uh, it'll be Mutar. So let's review this opinion again. According to Rav, 
חמץ בזמנו is אסור בין דמינו בין שלא בין דמינו even with a mashu rov is not going to apply therefore on the holiday there is no way to mevatel the חמץ after Pesach where חמץ becomes איסור בהנאץ חמץ שלא לב הפסח he's מחמיר by מינו when it falls into it species and if you have doesn't matter even if you have rov it's איסור but שלא במינו is מותר so comes the Gemara says, "Bemai askinan." What are we talking about? Ili ma benoten tam. If we're talking about that, the chametz can give taste in the tar of it, meaning there's enough chametz that you can taste it. Shelo bezmano, shelo bemino mutar. So what do you mean? Even chametz after Pesach, how could you tell me if let's say chametz got mixed up with a non-chametz item that it's mutar berov? We don't say batil berov if there is a tam. If you can taste the chametz, it should be asur. So give us a yayif ta'ma. It's giving a it's giving a tam. Ela b'mashu. Ela. We have to talk about over here where there's a minute mixture of chametz, and therefore it is not giving a tam, and that's why. Shelo uh, bezmano, meaning after Pesach, shelo b'mino. Let's say a mashu fell in. Since you have a rov against it, it'll be mutar. Now the Gemara is going to explain the logic behind Rav's dinim. And the Gemara says, Hametz bezmano, Hametz in its time, meaning in Pesach itself, that got mixed up. Ben bimino, ben shelo bimino, asur. Whether it's in its own species, like uh, in Hametz, in Tamatzah, which is the same species, or into a different species, it's going to be asur ben mashu. Rov is not going to apply. Rav the Tamir, Rav is following his opinion. The Rav Ushmael Abit Arvayu, because Rav and Shmuel both subscribe to the opinion that says, Kol isurin shabbat Torah, bimino, they hold that any isud, I mean, all the things that are isud in the Torah, they're all said in its own species. Like we said before, let's say you have kosher wine and non and, 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 and wine of isud, they get mixed up. It's mim bimino, there's no din of bitul. And therefore, mim bimino is asur bimashu. Shelo bimino benoten ta'am. And they hold that when things get mixed up, that are different species, then the rule is not rov, then the rule is if it gives ta'am or not, meaning you need rov, so long as when there's rov, there's also no ta'am of isur. Oh, so then the question over here is, if that's the case, why then by Hametz was Rav Mahmir ben bimino ben shelo bimino? Meaning, bimino, I understand why he's saying it's, it's, it's asur because bitul does not work. Therefore, even a mashu is going to be osir. But shelo bimino, the chaurah rov should work so long as you don't have tam. So he says, Rav gazar Hametz bismano shelo bimino atu mino. Rav actually made a gezerah that since Hametz bismano, Bimino is with the mashu, so he made a gezerah that even hametz, when it's min b'she'enu mino, it's also going to be asur b'mashu. Why? Because since hametz has stringencies, that what? First and foremost, the hametz is isur karet. And secondly, another stringency is people are used to eating hametz all year long, so therefore you have to be more mahmir. So therefore the Hadush of Rav is, ben bimino, ben shelo bimino, hametz is going to be not batel. Now, v'shelo bimino, and that what he said that after Pesach, bimino asur, okay, kerebi Yehuda, that that again follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that says, hametz sh'avar lava Pesach is asur b'ana'ah, minat Torah. Remember we learned earlier, right after we, we learned the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, 
that says Hametz is Asur min Torah. He learned it from Pesukim, and therefore it's like every other Yisur in the Torah. That what mean b'mino? There's no din of Rov, and therefore Asur b'mashu. However, v'shelo b'mino mutar, but shelo b'mino meaning if you have Hametz that fell into Hametz Shavar la Pesach that fell into shelo b'mino. So long as you have rov, and there is no tam, it's going to be mutar. Why? Because since you have two things going for you, first of all, it's chames, and it's also shelo b'mino, atumino, we're not going to make a gezerah, atumino, kulehai, lo gazina, which means we're not going to make a gezerah, on chames, shavar lava pesach, that shelo b'mino, we're going to treat it b'mashu, atumino, that we're going to treat and therefore, since we can be a little more lenient, because Hamet Shalava Pesach is not subject to Karet, there is no Karet on Hamet Shalava Pesach. Therefore, we're not going to make a Gezerah, Enu Mino Atu Mino. Therefore, Mino be Asur Bimashu, Enu Mino goes back to the regular rule, you need Rov, so long as you don't have Ta'am. So let's review Rav's opinion. Again, to get it clear, Hametz on Pesach ben bimino ben shelo bimino will be bimashu. Bimino bimashu is the court regular dean that says that mean bimino is not batel. There's no bitul barov, and therefore be asur bimashu. Shelo bimino is going to be asur gezera atu mino, and therefore ben bimino ben shelo bimino asur bimashu. Hametz shavar lada Pesach, which is no isur karet. Bimino, if it got mixed up, this Hametz bimino in its own species. A similar species, therefore, it's going to be asur. That's like the regular deen of isur b'mashu. Being that hamet shalav the pesach is isur doraita. However, shelo b'mino, it'll have the regular deen of shelo b'mino. Min sheino b'mino is batel barov. So long as there is no netina tam, and we're not going to make a gezra atumino because there is no karet. Therefore, we can be a little more lenient not to make a gezra. That's the way Rav learns. Now we go to Shemuel. Shemuel Amar hamet bezmano b'mino asur. Okay, hamet bezmano when hamet on the chag itself, if it got mixed up. With heter, so if it's similar, meaning mean bimino, it's the same species. So that meaning the it's heter and isur of the same species. So then asur, right? Because that's the deen of uh, what we just learned. Also, that what that mean bimino, there is no deen of rov, so long as there is no um, ta'am, uh, and therefore. Which means even though there is no tam, doesn't matter. I mean, there is no din of rov by mimimino. Good. Shelo bimino mutar. However, shelo bimino, if it got mixed up in a different species, so therefore, we'll go with rov in that case, as long as there is no tam. Now, shelo bimino, after Pesach, ben bimino, ben shelo bimino, mutar. That's always going to be mutar. Ben bimino, ben shelo bimino. Now, the Gemara will explain. Hamez bimino, bimino asur. We understand why Hamez in its time bimino asur. Shemuel the Tamed Rabbi Shmuel the Mitzvah because Rabbi Shmuel both hold Kodesh Nishma Torah bimino asur bimashu. Because all over the Torah, anytime you have something asur from the Torah, if it got mixed up bimino, there is no din betul barov. Therefore, it's asur bimashu. Shelo bimino benoten ta'am. The reason why if Hamez got mixed up on Pesach, shelo bimino, it's not osir only benoten ta'am. And therefore, why? Because in that case, we go with Rov. Shelo b'minan atuminan lo gazan, and he did not make the gezerah like Rav made. Therefore, everything goes according to its regular law. Bimino will be mashu. Shelo b'mino will be 
Berov, so long as there is no Ta'am, and he did not make a Gezerah. So he argues, Shimon argues on the Rav on that point that we do not make a Gezerah, Shiloh Bemino Atumino. Now Shiloh Bezmano, Ben Bimina Men Shiloh Bimina Mutarim. Rabbi Shimon, ah, when it comes to Hamet Shalavah Pesach, Shemuel Hosek Rabbi Shimon, that says really Min HaTorah Hamet Shalavah Pesach is mutar. And the rabbis will only say it Mishum Knas, and therefore he says Ben Bimino, Ben Shelo Bimino Mutar. So long as you have Rov and there is no Taham, it'll be permissible. So therefore, Shemuel argues on Rav in two points. Number one. Hametz Bapesach Shelo Bemino Rav says Asur Bemashu and Shemuel says Batel Barov and Hametz Shalava Avar Lava Pesach Shrav held Bimino Asur Bemashu and Shelo Bemino is Benoten Ta'am is Batel Barov. However, Shemuel is more lenient and says, Ben Mimino, Ben Shalom Mimino, is Batel Barov because he holds like the Bishimon that Hametz Shalava Pesach is really not. Asur And now we go to the third opinion of how to learn the laws of Bitu. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan said, Hametz bizmano, Hametz in its time meaning on Pesach ben bimino, uben shelo bimino, asur benoten ta'am. He holds the more lenient opinion that Hametz bizmano, whether it's bin bimin bimino, meaning the Hametz and it's a similar species to it, ben shelo bimino, is asur meaning it'll be batel barov in both cases, meaning so long as there is no ta'am, meaning you don't taste the isur. Now shelob is no. If it got mixed up, chametz shalav pesach ben b'minan ben shelob b'minam mutar. Then it doesn't matter. It's going to be mutar legamre, and we're going to explain this opinion now. Hametz b'zmano b'minam and shelob b'zmano b'noten ta'am. What's the reason why he's lenient that hametz on pesach is batel? Whether it's min b'minam or shelob b'minam, that's batel barov. The biyuchanan the tame. The biyuchanan v'rish takish the mitarvai. Because both the biyuchanan and takish hold kol isurin shibatura ben b'minam ben shelob b'minam b'noten ta'am. Because they hold that all isurim in the Torah are batel barov. Whether they get mixed up in a similar species, meaning let's say wine of isur and wine of eted, or let's say shelob b'minam or wine and let's say in water, doesn't matter. All cases, when the Torah said Batel Barov, it was in all cases, whether it's Mim Mimino or Min Shenonon. Hametz is no different. Therefore, Hametz is assuming that Torah on Pesach is going to be Mutar, meaning if it's Batel Barov, Ben Mimino, Ben Shelo, Ben Mimino. Shelo, now we can, I'm going to give it a continuous. Shelo, Bismano, Ben Mimino, Ben Shelo, Ben Mimino, Mutarim, Kerabi, Shimon. Again, since Rabbi Yohanan holds like Rabbi Shimon that Hamed Shalava Pesa is not Asur. So he says whether that Hamed got mixed up Bimino or Shelo Bimino, it is going to be <coughs> Mutar. Now again, when he said it's Mutar, it means uh, where there is no uh, Ta'am. Again, you have to say, obviously, there is Bitul Barov. <coughs> Let's review the three shitot before we conclude today's Gemara. <coughs> so basically we have Rav, we have Shemuel, <coughs> and we have Nabi Hanan. Well, Rav is the most stringent of all the opinions, and Nabi Hanan would be the more lenient of the opinions, and Shemuel is somewhere in the middle. Rav said, Hamez Pesach is Oser Bemashehu, Ben Bimino, Ben Shelo Bimino. 
Bim min bimino is asur menadin, and min she'eno bimino is asur gezera atu mino because of hamet is isur kareb, we make a gezera. Hamet she'avar alav pesach, which is also asur menatorah, bimino, min bimino will be asur bimashu, and min she'eno mino will be a batel barov. The reason why it doesn't make a gezera, Amin she'enu b'mino, in this case, of Hamet Shalom HaPesach, because it's a little more lenient, there is no Isur Karet. According to Shemuel, Hamet b'zmano min b'mino is Asur b'mashu. Min b'she'enu b'mino is Batel Barov, and he does not make the Gezerah that Rab made. However, Hamet she'avar alav ha'pesach, since Shemuel holds like Rabbi Shem'on, that Hamet she'avar ha'pesach is mutar min ha'torah, therefore he holds ben b'mino, then Shiloh Bimino will be Mutar. Again, so long as there is no Ta'am. Now, according to the Buhanan, he's the most lenient. He says, Hametz Bapesa, Ben Bimino, Ben Shiloh Bimino, Batil Barov. Because he generally speaking, any Isut Torah is subject to the law of Bitul Barov, whether it's Min Bimino or Min Sheno Bimino. And therefore, it's going to be Mutar, it's be Bitul Barov, so long as there is no Ta'am of Hametz of Isur in there. And Shiloh b'zmano, after Pesach, since he also can be Shimon, Hamed Shalav v'Pesach mutam in the Torah, therefore, it's going to be also Batel ben b'mino, ben Shiloh b'mino, is going to be mutar. Now, I'd like to point out, and it's actually a correction that I'm making, that when he says mutar, and Hamed Shalav v'Pesach, it means even if there is going to be ta'am. That's the Hiddush of the Mepharshim. That Hametz, because Hametz on Pesach is mutar, so long as there's no ta'am. So Hametz Sha'avala of Pesach is mutar, even if there is ta'am. That is the opinion of Rabbi Yohanan. Now in the coming Gemara, the next half, we're going to see more of these opinions and the explanations. Baruch Amin Amin.